Welcome, everyone, to episode 385 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Today's topic is going to be Pokemon Go Revisited. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for a little while now. It's I don't think we've covered this game at all, other than maybe us mentioning it briefly during what we played. There's been a lot of changes since it first came out. Uh, it came out kind of bare bones, uh, similar to games like No Man's Sky and uh, uh, more recently Fallout 76. Uh, but mm-hmm. they've added a lot of features, uh, very, very uh, useful features, uh, especially for someone who doesn't necessarily play all the time like I do. A lot, a lot, a lot of positive steps in the right direction. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. And there's also a tie-in to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which we're gonna, we're going to get into also. Um, those are games I think we're both hoping to get for, for Christmas, right? 100 percent even if oh i have to God. buy it for myself yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i've watched a lot of gameplay on it and it looks amazing so definitely definitely one i'm gonna gonna get at some point it's just kind of a matter of of when so when yeah will do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode uh no actually i really don't have anything just yeah my smash excitement yeah i don't have much to talk about um we we're moved into our new house so i'll talk a little bit about that and uh, I'm in the new studio currently, which is very, very bare bones and not set up. So um, there's that. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, let's get into Pokemon Go. I'll call my notes here. I should have done that ahead of time, but of course I didn't. Very disorganized. That's all um, right. Yeah. So the first, the first thing uh, you'll notice if you if you boot up the game is how many more Pokemon. There are in the game now as compared to when it came out, was it almost uh, two and a half years ago, maybe? Yeah. Um, so there is the it launched with the original 150 ish. I think some of the legendaries you couldn't necessarily get your hands on uh, at the time, uh, but it was the original Pokemon from the first Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red from the Kanto region. Uh, they've since released Pokemon from the Johto region, the Hoenn region. And the Sinnoh region. I don't know if all the Sinnoh region Pokemon are in yet. Whenever they launch a new region, they kind of trickle them in instead of putting them all out at once. Um, I know so. I know you can now evolve Pokemon like Sneasel to Weavile. Um, um, you can get Magnezone as well. And I think the Electrobuzz and Mag- Magmar evolutions yep. are all in there now, if I remember correctly. So I think most of the generation besides the Legendaries are, okay. are in. So Gen 1 through 4 is pretty much in. Yeah, the Rhyhorn too goes. Was it Ry King or Ry? Ry I don't. Ry, I, don't I don't have that one. Rhyperior, I think. Oh, really? Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's Rhyperior is the name of it. Um, it's a cool. It's a cool looking legendary or not legendary evolution. Yeah, I think the Generation Four Pokemon games is the first one I didn't. I had no experience with too. I played the first, second, and third gen on Game Boy. I don't think I ever played the fourth one, so it's a little yeah, out of my wheelhouse. Like Fourth one's actually my favorite. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Uh, which Pokemon games were those? That's Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there is tons of Pokemon. Uh, if you haven't played it or haven't played it in a while, you'll fill up the Pokedex pretty quickly. Um, so there's that. Uh, friends. They've added a friend system in the game now. Uh, so friends you can trade Pokemon with, which I actually haven't done. Uh, despite how much me and my wife play Pokemon Go, we have not traded yet. Not even out of curiosity. It's just we don't have we don't have a free second, especially now. So 
but you can also team up with them for bonuses for raid or gym battles. Uh, we have the max tier friendships, which is four heart friendship. Uh, you get increase your friendship by sending gifts to each other. Um, I think we maxed out maybe about a month ago, but we mm-hmm. haven't seen how that affects the the gym and raid battles. We that's not something we really do. So uh, I don't I don't like raiding at all. Yeah, to be honest. Yep, haven't done it. I haven't done a gym battle since. Oh man, probably since the first summer the game came out. I don't. It's also not something I I do all that often. So. Yeah, for reference, the gym battles. There's, there's certain Pokestops throughout the real world that you can stop to, and if it's split into three teams, so there's yellow team. I can't remember the names. It's like Instinct, Mystic, and. Um. I I'm drawing a blank on the third one. The red one. Yeah, I can't remember the red one either. I'm Mystic, so I, red was always the arch rival of me. So, yeah. uh, so basically, how it works is you command that Poke Stop, and you get bonuses like uh, coins for that. So you can, if you see another team has it, you do a uh, a very crappy Pokemon battle by tapping the screen. Uh, and if you hold the screen, you do a charged attack. If your Pokemon has a higher CP, combat power, it takes it down. And um, yeah, that's how it works. And you can retake the. We take the the gym raid battles are a little bit harder. They're kind of there's like a egg that spawns at these gyms or Pokestops, and when it's there, a Pokemon comes out, and a group of people gather there, and they have all their Pokemons, and they try to will down its its CP until it faints, and then you can try and catch it. Okay. Very nice. Um, yeah, not I'm not again not that familiar with that. Not something I do that often. I should try it. It's well, been a while. I want to do it because one of my favorite Gen Four Pokemon, Shinx, is in a is a raid battle, and okay. I really want a Shinx, but they really kind of blocked me off from trying to get it, especially in the Northeast where it's cold right now. Like I'm have almost zero interest going outside to do a raid battle. Yeah, most of mine is done either at home or in the car. Uh, not while I'm driving, but my my wife and I will go over to the local college and drive around. I'll drive around and she'll do the pokey stops to get pokeballs and um, the gifts too, which is another part on the friends thing I, I I mentioned briefly before. But you you can get gifts from pokey stops uh, when you send it to a friend. It says where it's from, uh, which is kind of a kind of a neat little feature. There's the picture of what it is that the pokey stop is. Uh, and then from there, you get Pokeballs, some some berries uh, for the Pokemon Stardust, and you also get like special 7K eggs mm-hmm. uh, that you can hatch. So, so that's kind of cool. Uh, we've we've enjoyed enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, yep. Buddy system is next, so you can have a Pokemon, uh, anyone that you've caught, assigned as your buddy, and uh, as you walk, you earn candies for your buddy, which is nice. So I'm still uh, trying to get my starter Pokemon evolved all the way to... it's a, It was a Charmander, now it's a Charmeleon. I'm trying to get it all the way up to Charizard. Mm-hmm. It's the very first one I picked. Uh, I never I never transferred him like a lot of people did. Uh, so it's a, I think it's a 90 combat power uh, Charmeleon, which is not very good. <laughs> but I don't battle that much, so... Yeah, the combat power is something I don't really care about either because I have, as I said, very little interest in raiding or doing gym stuff. If I can get a gym easily and quickly, I'll do it. But other than that, I won't. I won't bother. 
Yeah, agreed. Uh, one of the bigger things they added into the game is field and special research projects that you can do. So this is essentially Pokemon Go's quest system. Uh, so if there's field research. Uh, I'll actually bring my app up to help me explain this while I'm while I'm talking about it. So um, you get three different tasks you have to complete. Uh, and you get these from Pokestops, so you can have three at a time. If it's something, like, uh, whenever I get one that's, like, complete a raid battle or win a raid battle or win a gym battle, I always just delete that one because I know I'm not going to do it. Um, but it's it's a, a random things. Like, one of them was throw two great, uh, great throws in a row. Um, some of them are just catch Pokemon. Some are catch certain types of Pokemon. So the ones I have right now, I only have two. Uh, it's a Johto Festival one where I have to catch three Sunkern, uh, which I have two of right now. And then the other one, the other task I have is uh, to evolve two Anoriths, uh, which I've done one so far. And then my third one's blank because I keep getting ones I know I'll never complete. Um, and once you get seven of those, you unlock something. I, I've done this once. Uh, it was a while ago, and I don't remember what the reward was, but I feel like I got a good Pokemon from it. It might even be the legendary Pokemon that I have that I got from doing the research progress thing. Yeah, you can get... Uh, I know when it first launched, you can get Mew through it. It's kind of mm. what they did. You had to complete all of the all of the tasks. Some of them are kind of a pain, though, because it's like, do 10 raids. And, you know, once again, we don't, we don't raid. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of is a hindrance on doing doing them. But uh, sometimes we we won't get the rewards because of that. But it's a Whoa. Jesus Speaking Murphy. Which, that was that was Pokemon Go. What the heck? Yes. Tons of Pokemon but, uh, just spawned. Is your house kind of a hotbed now? Not as much as the house, the, our old house. But gotcha. Yeah, no, I get I got nothing here, unfortunately. So I have to. I only do it when I'm at school, usually. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's the special. So that's the yeah the field field research. There's also special research projects, um, which you could have multiple at the same time. I've got three that I'm working on right now, uh, which I'm relaunching my app and I'll I'll read off here. Uh, So I have the a mythical discovery. I'm not sure where I got this, but these are like more community or holiday events that they do that you can earn special rewards for. Um, so I'm on the, the, this is, these are also multi-tiered. I'm on the third step of eight for a mythical discovery. Uh, I completed the first task. The second task is uh, battle in a uh, gym two times. And then the other one's battle in two raids. I'll probably be able to do that. These, you can't delete the steps for you had just have to do it. Um, well, the second one is a spooky message, which was the Halloween one. Uh, so I have to catch 10 dark type Pokemon. I've got to spin eight Pokestops that I haven't visited before. Uh, and then I have to catch 108 Pokemon. So, And I'm on step two out of three for that one. And then my other one is let's the Pokemon Let's Go event for uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Um, it's to get Meltan. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's I have to catch a Ditto. I've got to win two gym battles, and then I have to battle in two raids. And every time you complete a, a step for that, you get experience. And then when you complete the whole the whole uh, level, um, you get rewards, and then move on to the next level. So, and it obviously increases in difficulty as you as you get higher. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I that was a really I actually started playing again a lot more once that thing 
popped into the game because it was it was something more interesting than just catching pokemon you know it's 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 unlocking things it's it's uh you know cool like i said cool community events and and holiday events so yeah uh, i I very much enjoyed that part of the game i kind of had stopped playing it for a while until until that that feature got got pushed yeah i mean community events and kind of themed uh pokemon that come out uh like they'll do an electric event uh, is really really helpful because you know before it was mainly like normal type Pokemon, so we'd see just like a ton of uh, Rattata, Pidgeys, yeah, and stuff yeah, like oh, yeah. that, like the more boring Pokemon. But yeah. now it's like, wow, the fire events going on. Like, there's a ton of Cyndaquils out here, or Charmanders, or you know, fill in the blank. So it's kind of nice because now I can kind of check out a little bit if there's not an event and I'm getting the same Pokemon around, so I don't have to really check it as often. But, you know, when an event goes out, I can, you know, go crazy catching a bunch of Pokemon. Yes. Uh, to to piggyback off of that, they also added in weather effects. Yep. So the weather, the type of weather you're having wherever you are, affects the Pokemon that are available. Uh, p- Pokemon, certain Pokemon are more powerful with certain weather uh, so, like, for example, right now it's cloudy here. It's always cloudy here. So this is probably <laughs> the, the boosts that you get most of the time. Uh, so fairy, fighting, and poison Pokemon are more prevalent, uh, also more powerful. So, um, And it's it's different based on whatever weather event uh, is happening, whether it's rain or snow or clear or foggy I've seen on there. Uh, windy is on there, too. So, um, yeah, the, that helps with with the spawning of different types of pokemon which is cool mm-hmm. yeah no, I, I like that that feature a lot uh because once again it adds another layer of different pokemon that you can catch at any given time yeah. as opposed to being stuck with getting all the same Get, pokemon yeah, getting a lot of the lame generator generation one pokemon yeah because generation one's been out for so long at this point so um you know you kind of want to catch the new the newer stuff at this point yeah, definitely. Uh, and then the last feature, that, and this one for me was a, a game changer. It's Adventure Sync. Are you familiar with Adventure Sync, Will? I actually have not. I okay. might know what it is. You might need to explain it, though. Yeah, so this was by far the most beneficial feature they've added to the game. So what it what it does is it basically it logs your steps without have, needing to have the app open. So... Until this came out, you needed to have the app open whenever you walked to have your steps count towards uh, towards hatching eggs or or collecting candies for your Pokemon. Uh, now it uses uh, iOS's Health Kit or Android's Google Fit, and it tracks that information and syncs it up with the game. So it's counting your steps all the time. So no, uh, I did is, not know this was a thing. Yes, actually. which has been huge for me. I've actually started hatching eggs at a re- on a regular basis, uh, and I started getting more candies from for my buddy on a more much more regular basis uh, because you don't have to have the app open, which is fantastic, or you don't have to have Pokemon Go Plus, which is also nice. Yeah, that's inc- that's incredible. I had no idea that, yeah. that was that was a thing. Yep, total total game changer. I think that's that's. Uh, also been a very well received uh, update because I don't think a lot of people had the Pokemon Go Plus, and if they did, they probably used it when it first came out, and not so much now, you know. But uh, yeah. now it just counts counts all your all your steps, all your activity. 
you get rewards too based on how how far you walked so i think the tiers for now are five kilometers 25 kilometers and 50 kilometers yeah uh, last week I was really close to 25 because I moved. So I had 15,000 steps on on Friday, which is way more than I usually get. So that that helped add my add to my distance by quite a bit. Yeah. Um. Uh, I had something I was gonna add and I don't remember what it was now. It it is an option you have to turn on in the game. So. Uh, will oh. if you want to get benefits from it, launch the game. Turn. It, I don't know if it'll ask you to do it, but it's in the settings. It's just called Adventure Sync. Uh, it'll sync with your uh, iOS uh, home home kit. Is that what it was called? Health health kit. Health kit. Yeah. So, all right. I'm gonna actually turn that on right now. There's no reason not to. It also alerts you like when your buddy finds a candy or when an egg is about to hatch. So you can you know open it up, see what it is, and then get another another egg uh, incubating. Which uh, the best way uh, the best way to actually um, uh, incubate eggs actually is by going out on walks. So now that I can't do that, uh, and I can do this at work, I think that's going to be huge for me. Yeah, I'm sure you log a lot of steps at work. Definitely. So that's going to be huge for you. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, this is not a feature that's in the game yet, but it's supposedly coming this month, and that's player battles. Right, yeah. No idea how these are going to work, but I'm very interested to see it. Uh, I can actually bring it down for you. Yeah, do it. Uh, so you select a team of Pokemon that'll be able to execute both their fast and charge attack moves. So you get kind of a team of three Pokemon, um, and it's kind of structured up to three different leagues. So you'll participate in either the Great League, which is the max CP for Pokemon is 1,500, the Ultra League, uh, which the max CP is 2,500, and the Master League has no CP limit. Um, so from there, you kind of choose your team of Pokemon, and you'll be able to use Stardust and Candy to unlock a bonus to your charge attack for your Pokemon. Um, and you both tap the screen. Like you would kind of when you're battling a gym and the best Pokemon wins. Yeah. See, I feel like they need to, the next thing they need to do is revitalize or revamp the battling system. I think, tapping I think on it's the sc- bad, right? Yeah. Tapping on the screen is just not interesting. I, what they should do is have have uh, almost like the H the buttons on HQ and have mm-hmm. them be on timers like, uh, you know. So you you tap the ones you want to use when you want to use it, but have the four different moves like your like Pokemon are supposed to have, uh, mm-hmm. and just have them on on cooldown timers like a MMORPG kinda. I think that would be a lot more interesting. It's tapping and engaging. Yep. I just had a million dollar idea, didn't I? So that's literally exactly how I think it should work. Uh, yeah. And I think it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be worth. You know having the battle system like this uh could be wrong that it could be awesome uh one thing to note for it is you do need to uh there's a, a battle code that you have to scan that's associated with everybody's account and you have to be in that same area so okay. uh to initiate trainer battles ultra friends and best friends can challenge each other from any distance apparently though i guess is uh, what's noted from the developer so okay that's another another thing to to note with it Awesome, yeah. Uh, the last thing we wanted to cover, and actually, the, one of the one of the reasons why we wanted to do this too, is 
there is a way to connect your Pokemon Go with your Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So, Will, why don't you break down how, how that's done? Yeah, so you have to, for stars, you have to... Uh, in the game, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee, there's these things called Pokemon uh, Go Parks. So what they are is there's a town called Fuchsia City, and this is where the go parks are in the game. Uh, so you have to make it to that point in the game. But once you get to there, your Pokemon will have these things called the go parks. So you tap the, you go into your Pokemon Go app, uh, you tap the Pokeball icon. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You press uh, first. You have to be in the game. So you press the X button to open the main menu, and then press the Y button to bring up your options. Uh, you select Open Pokemon Go Settings. Uh, then you'll see there would be a Would you like to pair your game with your Pokemon Go account or however it's worded. You select Yes. Um, so then uh, the trainer ID will pop up. And if you'd like to pair it, once again, click Yes. And then once you do that, you can you, your account is paired. So from there, to transfer your Pokemon from your device, you tap the Pokeball, the Pokeball icon, uh, tap the Pokemon, that you want and then you get uh to select the pokemon you want to send you'll get a message that pops up saying do you want to send this pokemon over to your nintendo switch you pick yes and then it'll be like do are you sure uh once you do that you can't send it back to pokemon go so um basically once you send a pokemon over that you want you're kind of won't have it in your mobile game anymore it'll be on your switch interesting is do you get candies for transferring yes there's a it, I don't know exactly how it works because in the the app there's CP and then in the game there's levels, so I don't know right. what that translates to. Um, there's the Pokemon love candies and this it says so the different kind of candies has a different effect. So if you give like a Pikachu a quick candy, it'll increase its speed stat. So uh, you can use the candies to increase its different stats. Um, yeah, and you can send the Alola versions of Pokemon into your game. So the Alola is the Gen seven pokemon uh in generation seven they have a thing called the alolan versions of pokemon and it's the generation one pokemon have a different uh variant so for example vulpix who's a fire fox pokemon uh is actually an ice fox instead of fire so you can send that over and use that on your team so that's pretty cool yes the alolan versions are available and that's how you would do it so nice that's the how the compatibility works Okay. Yeah, I look for, I look forward to messing around with that a little bit. Me too. So. All right. Any other thoughts on Pokemon Go? Hmm. Now's the time to jump in if you haven't played it in a while. At least to experience some of the new features. Uh if you're on Android too, uh way to fund your your uh Pokemon Ball purchases if you need to purchase them, like I do occasionally. Uh if you get the Google Rewards app, uh, you take surveys every now and again, and it gives you Google Play credit, which I use to buy Pokeballs. So uh, just a tip there for you. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's 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 definitely evolved into uh, an interesting, at the very least, uh, mobile game. So A much better game, definitely. Yeah, than when it first came out. And I, I liked it when it first came out a lot. Yeah. Me and Corey even launched a podcast about it. Um, yeah. It just, I kind of lost interest really quick uh, when the winter hit. So, yeah. Um, it's done a good job kind of keeping my interest. I don't play it as much as I would like to some of the time. Mm-hmm. I check in on events, like I said. But other than that, like I, I bounce around between playing a bunch and not playing a bunch. 
Right. Yeah. And like you said up here, you know, this time of the year, it's, it's frigid and cloudy and miserable and damp and it's awful. So we don't go outside much this time of the year. Uh, so as I said, any anytime I play, it's, it's from home or from the car. Uh, but now, like I said, any steps that I get, uh, will go towards hatching eggs and, and candies for my Pokemon. So it's definitely beneficial. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, that's probably it for Pokemon Go. Let's get into Nibble Bits, shall we? Oh, yeah. All right, so I've got a couple I'll get started. Uh, the first one is that Nintendo is telling Smash fans to watch the Game Awards tomorrow. Yeah, so Nobody actually, knows what that means. Go ahead, Will. I think you have a little more information on that. I was actually... that had that same Nibble Bit. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't really know what it is. Um... I'm wondering because the game is leaked online and right. there doesn't seem to be I haven't heard I also haven't really watched closely that there's something crazy in there that nobody got announced. There is however a day one a day patch. one patch that might be so an interesting wonder- thing. They might have done that on purpose uh, to protect themselves from from that sort of thing happening because that happens all the time now even in Nintendo which is crazy. So a couple of theories I have is maybe there's another character that they didn't. That's really wishful thinking. I don't know if that is going to be a thing. Uh, my other thought is we get some info on some of the DLC characters that are going to okay. be coming. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like the optimist in me thinks maybe it's another character, which would that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. If that tomorrow they're like, hey, guess what? Here's waluigi and people lose their minds but um or it'd be really funny if sakurai came out onto the stage and said it'll never be waluigi and that's it yeah just as a giant troll attempt i would love that uh and you know he's been known to do that so uh i'm very very interested to see what'll happen because guess what i have no idea yeah i'm intrigued at the very least Mm-hmm. Uh, one I, of the one of the reasons why we're having the episode tonight is because the game awards are tomorrow and i always have to watch them later and it's hard to watch them later than when they're live so uh that's part of the reason why we're having our episode wednesday night i feel like jeff Keeley does it on purpose just to spite us yep um so that's so sure. jokes on him we're having our episode wednesday this this, <laughs> this time around got ahead of him on this one yeah uh, so I guess I'll say I um, my guess is it's going to be announcement on the DLC character, so I don't get my get my hopes up. But right, could be anything. No idea. It would be crazy if it's a new character. Yeah, um, I saw on Reddit a lot of people are hoping for an announcement for Metroid Prime trilogy remastered trilogy. Now, when they say from the Smash account we have something for you. Is that them from Nintendo saying that like we have a Nintendo announcement or is it a smash amount? It was for smash fans to watch the game awards. So, so that really could be anything then. Yeah. It really could. Huh? Yeah. I, I don't know then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was that, that was the, the main thing I wanted to cover. Um, as I said, partly because we decided to record a day early so we could watch the Game Awards live. Um, the next one is, uh, I don't know if you heard about this one, Will, but Starbreeze, yeah. uh, which is based in Sweden, their offices were raided uh, 
Um, they took computers and documents, and then one person was arrested for uh, insider trading. Is that how they funded everything? I don't know. Um, uh, so this is a quote from the article on GameStop or GameSpot. I'm sorry. It says this morning, officials from the Swedish Economic Crime Authority raided the offices of Starbreeze in Stockholm. One person was arrested, and items were seized. The raid is part of an ongoing investigation involving suspected insider trading. Uh, the identity of the detained person was not disclosed, nor further specifics about the charges against this person. So that's interesting. <laughs> is it insider trading really worth being ra- like raided? Like you're making it seem like it's a drug ring. Yeah, I, I mean it's frowned upon only because of the damage it can do uh, to the economy, to the whole economy. You know, especially not oh, so yeah. much Starbreeze, but bigger companies that that do that can really screw over an economy. That's true. Okay, good point. Now, Starbreeze, so, what, what did they even make? I don't even have any idea. Uh, so Starbreeze was doing, they did the walking, the bad Walking Dead game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, Payday 2. Oh, yeah. Overkills the Walking Dead. Okay. So that's their, those are their properties. I'm sure they've done other things, but that's Payday is pretty good. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard good things about Payday. I've never actually played it myself. I know that Walking Dead game was, was, uh, universally hated, right? Yeah, I heard it's hot trash. So, not surprising. None of the Walking Dead games other than the Telltale one has been good. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Will, if you have any bits. Yeah, so I got Firewatch is coming to the Switch very soon. Um, very soon, as in December 17th, so we don't have much longer for that. I think that's a good Switch game. Um, there's that one. Bethesda detailed its full patch for Fallout 76, which uh, came out yesterday. And they said it's going to take a lot more patches in this game. So they detailed everything. I, ha- I have no context for it, but stuff like uh, balancing PvP, stability, um, camp and stash mechanics are all in here. Um, perks, all that fun stuff. I also read that their store got breached or something and customer information got leaked so yeah so apparently when you were people that submitted tickets for the the nylon bag thing um had access to customer records and uh had the ability to like close um support tickets i have no idea how that happened but it happened so (laughs) see the thing with this game being under the spotlight like it is it's getting hit extra hard yeah uh so it's very easy for people who are hitting on bethesda right now to notice this and exploit it and kind of pile on to them um because i doubt anybody realized that beforehand before this all happened so yeah um, it's not right that it happens but because it's in the spotlight that's kind of the reason why i did get exposed so right uh clean it up bethesda Jeez, clean it up uh, and last but not least, the Overwatch Winter Wonderland event is beginning next week. I will unfortunately be playing Smash, so I probably won't even bother with this. But they're doing some cool things, like the Blizzard World map is getting a makeover. Uh, it's a little bit more seasonal. And then there's going to be new uh, uh, skins, like Yeti Winston, which is a s- super cool. Um, there is also Nutcrackers and Yada, 
who's one of my favorite characters. So that's pretty funny uh, costume idea. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff coming from Overwatch. I want to play Overwatch again, actually. Yeah, I, I every now and again I have the hankering to do the Mystery Heroes. Yeah, uh, because of how unbelievably fun that is. That uh, that that's a game I love, and I would love to play more. It's just it's just the time time consuming factor. Um, if we could get a group of us to play like every couple of weeks, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I don't know how much interest I have playing it by myself at this point. Yeah, same here. Uh, although I have played a little bit of Mystery Heroes by myself, uh, and it is fun, but it's definitely more fun to play. I'm sure Eric, if we texted Eric one of these nights and said, "Hey, you want to play Overwatch?" I'm sure he would jump on and play Overwatch. So, yeah, he probably would. I don't think Corey ended up getting it for PC. I think I got him a beta code and he hated it, which I don't know how he hated it, but yeah, I mean, the, you can hate the salt, but there's, there's not any salt in the, in the mystery heroes mode. No, that <laughs> everyone's playing bad heroes. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing, which is no. the, the fun part of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for rookie camp, uh, at, one of the games I'm going to have the wife play is Overwatch at some point, and it's going to be the Mystery Heroes thing. I don't know when that's going to be, but <laughs> it's uh, on the list. That's going to be a good video. Yeah, I mean, I'll have her do some of the practice first. I'll have her pick a character and kind of learn how the character plays, and then go into into Mystery Heroes. Slip it on her. Yeah, we're uh, a little bit behind on on Rookie Camp because of how crazy things have been. But how uh, dare you would... move and get behind? I know. We would like to have one. We'd like to do one for Sunday. So okay. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. I, I always like when games do the 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 holiday events. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite One of my favorite things ever was the Guild Wars 2 uh, Christmas stuff. It was so fun. That was a bunch of side missions and a bunch of fun mini games that people goofed around and snowball fights and stuff like, like it was it was a blast. Yeah, that's to be really a part cool. of that stuff. I feel like MMORPGs are the only ones that even bother to do it anymore. Uh, obviously, Overwatch is doing it. Uh, Blizzard's kind of known for doing this sort of thing, but like games like Destiny, which is essentially an MMORPG, does it. Yeah. Um, you know, Guild Wars had done it. World of Warcraft does it. You know, all of those games do it, but I don't ever see updates for like far cry which uh, by the what? way we're getting a new far cry announcement tomorrow oh that's right i'm 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 intrigued you know what i would like to see i would like to see a ubisoft developed fallout game that would be interesting far cry gameplay fallout universe fallout universe because apparently apparently there's a, a nuke going off in the background which made me think fallout well, what from what I've dream. read, well, what, what I've read online is that they're doing a Fallout seventy six version, but with Far Cry. Okay, That's so I guess it's following that vein, kind of um, online. Yeah, survival. online comp- survival, hopefully better. Yeah, is it weird that we have more faith in Ubisoft to come through making a game than Bethesda? Well, I mean, Far Cry, like say what you want about the story but it plays nicely like it it does what it's supposed to uh the the gunplay feels good uh, that was never the case with fallout ever oh yeah that's true it was, they... it was okay and acceptable in fallout 4 uh, but you still needed the vats for a lot of it the only thing that i think bethesda still does well is world building 
Yeah. After that, I don't think they do very much that's great anymore. Yeah. So. But yeah. Um. Oh, I feel like there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Uh, how was your week, Will? Pretty good. Uh. Not too awful much to talk about. We got the Smash weekend coming up. I'm excited for that. I kind of want to hear about the house, Dan. I w- I've been there, so I can talk yeah. about it too. But you have way more stories about that. So I'll just toss it over to you. Yeah, so uh, so we closed on the house on Friday, Friday morning, 9, nine to 10. Uh, 10 o'clock, I brought over the first load of stuff. Moved all day Friday. I had the help of our uncle, uh, who was a who was great help. He helped me all day. My uh, my friend and boss also helped move, uh, help move the heavy stuff, especially like uh, the couch that Will helped me move upstairs in the old house uh, a few months ago. So um, yeah, we got all the major stuff in enough to sleep in the house on Friday, um, and enough stuff. We had hosted my daughter's birthday party her fifth birthday party at the house on Saturday, which meant having, you know, family and, and people over and preparing food and all that stuff. Um, and we had planned on Sunday, like all day moving again. Uh, but my son came down with a severe illness. Uh, so we, we haven't done really any moving other than a few (laughs) things here and there since, since Friday, a little bit Saturday, a, a few loads here and there where we can, but, He's got uh, he's got bronchitis, oh. and it's causing so much phlegm that it's making him barf. So he's done nothing for the most part. Today he was a little bit better, um, but for the past three days or whatever, he's done nothing but sleep, cry, and and barf. So yeah, uh, but we really like the house. It's probably three times the size of our old house, which is crazy to think about. It is crazy to see having been, in, you know, in your house for, I don't know, how long have you been in your old house? We lived in the old house for a little over nine years. Okay, I was going to say around ten years. So, like, going to a new location, wow, is it crazy how yeah much bigger it is. Yeah, um, I mean, just this downstairs alone is probably as big as uh, the basement in this house. The finished part of the basement in this house is as big as the whole upstairs in our old house, so... Um, I sectioned off the, the way, the way it runs, it's a, like a long ranch house. Um, and the back part of the house that is walk out into like a, the backyard and a patio is finished. The front front half is the, like the mechanicals. Um, and I took, there's a fireplace that runs both down here and then upstairs. And, uh, I took the section of the basement here for the, this is going to be this the studio office. It's going to be I'm going to have my computer building station over there. Um, this wall here is actually going to get painted green for a green screen uh, for the rare event that that we do streaming or when we when we record uh, rookie camps, uh, so we can you know envelop ourselves into whatever game we're playing and not have the stupid square cut out for the webcam. Um. But yeah, uh, so far, really, really digging it. Um, it's just weird to have so much space. It's very strange. Uh, me and my wife have our own bedroom for the first time in a few years, probably. So we had our bedroom downstairs in the basement in the old house, but it was it was in the basement. You know, it was 
it was a partially finished basement and it wasn't divided up in any way. So, yeah. 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 When I was in it and like, I saw the upstairs and I was like, wow, this is bigger than like their other, their other house, the whole house. And then you're like, oh, and let's go downstairs. And then like it <laughs> opened up, I was like, holy crap. And that's really what sold us on the house. Cause we came here to look at it. It was an open house. Um, and I drove drive on the street when I from our old house when I was taking the kids to school and picking them up. So I had watched it, uh, but it was out of our price range when it went on sale in May. We went to uh, open house in September, I think it was, um, and it was you know in our price range at that point. They had dropped it over the summer, and uh, yeah, when we brought the kids here, you know, we looked around upstairs. It was it was it was fine. You know, it was about what we expected. But when we came down into the basement. And it's finished, and it's super long, as long as the house and the kids just started running laps. We're like, yep, that's, <laughs> that's what we want. So Burn some energy off. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we, uh, we are, are mostly moved in. We've got to bun- move a bunch of crap out of the old house still. Uh, we'll get to that at some point. We've got a we've got a paint in here because all the walls are either white or like a cr- uh, creamy off white color. It's hideous. So, um, yeah, painting is going to be a big thing on our to do list. So, yeah, Dan, uh, for your daughter's birthday party, me and Val actually had a long conversation. And I, I told you off air, but I want to reiterate it for the rest of the podcast fans. Listen to Spitting Chicklets, please. Yeah. For the love of God, listen to that podcast. Yeah. Um, My wife's a huge fan. I have not listened yet, other than a few minutes here and there. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the couple minutes that I've listened to. They interviewed Stan Bowman today, which mm-hmm. is the GM of the Blackhawks. <laughs> they got like, they asked a couple questions and then there was a brief pause and Bissonette goes, well, this is the part of the interview where we ask about players as wrench wrenches referring to their uh, winners. Yeah. Yep. And you just get an awkward laugh from Stan Bowman. <laughs> um, they're harassing him for burner accounts and stuff like that. It re- really funny. Uh, I recommend everybody, if you're okay with adult humor, listen to that podcast. Yeah, it's quite good. So, it's uh, the way my wife talks about it. It's it gives you a more inside look at what hockey players are like and the culture uh, that you don't get from media interviews. You know, no. normal media interviews. Uh, you know, the, the players are kind of taught to not have much of a personality for the most part. There's a few exceptions. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, uh, told to be quiet and humble and a lot of them aren't that way, actually. Yeah, um, no, they have, they're, they're quite entertaining personalities. So just like when Austin Matthews talked about how Bissonette, uh, ghosted him for like four months. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. supposed to be on the podcast like at the end of last season and it wasn't until <laughs> training camp this year because Bissonette never got back to him. Uh-huh. Nice. Um it's just you get a lot of really good stories like Alex Goligoski roomed with Ryan Whitney during their time in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They talked about how they just take Ambien and pass out playing NHL against each other. <laughs> and then like they They'd be on the power play. One of them would be on the point with like Latang, and then they'd be with Malkin, Crosby, and whoever else. And they would just have Malkin or Crosby screaming at them for screwing the play up. <laughs> that's good. So it's just a lot of really funny stories, and like that's just that's the surface of it. Like of all the funny things that that they get on topic about. So I highly recommend it. It's been probably the best podcast I've listened to in a while. Nice. 
Uh, it's getting to be super popular too. Yeah, no, they are. They're big time now. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing two episodes a week now over two hours. So like oh. they're really, yeah, they're, it's on Barstool, so it, whatever you know, Barstool is, is what it is, uh, depending on what you think of it. But you know, it's got that type of content. So nice. Okay, uh, I think that's all. All I had for my week. Do you have anything else, Will? Yeah, no, not really. Okay, uh, let's get into what we played. Uh, what'd you play, Will? Uh so this is gonna be funny i actually picked up the reignited trilogy and started playing through it again uh so i beat the first well i beat the first game in like four hours and i beat the second game in like five and a half hours and i'm on my third the third game already so i've just been blitzing through that um but i really haven't played anything i'm having a hard time with smash coming out in i don't know like 36 hours yeah so that's kind of what I'm thinking about. And I want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I don't think I should start that right before Smash comes out. So I'm kind right. of just just trying to buy my time until the new Smash Brothers comes out. Yeah. Uh, I actually bought mine today. I pre-purchased it uh, through the eShop. Yeah. Uh, so it's been, it's been it was downloading most of the day. Not most of the day today, but for a few hours. I don't know. It's probably done at this point, but... That's exact. After this podcast, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to start downloading it. I want to get the extra. You get an extra 300 gold coins, so you get 600 instead of 300, uh, which is essentially six dollars off of a eShop game. Uh, So that's what I. That's what I ended up doing. I was going to get the physical copy, but I'm like, why? I'm not going to get rid of it. So I just. Well, it'll always be on the system. Yeah. So, um, also, I liked your idea, Will, of having uh, having it be able to play it at midnight and start unlocking some of the characters right away. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I don't know the best way to unlock them. I've been trying to read online what people are saying, um, so I don't really know how how it's going to be done. But um, I'm going to try my best to unlock them for this weekend. I, who knows how far I get by one o'clock tomorrow or Friday? So, because yeah. that's when I plan on leaving. Okay. Uh, did you play anything else? Not really. All right. The only thing I played was uh, more Octopath Traveler. I actually finished all the stories. Uh, wow. Was it early? Th- I woke up early this morning and couldn't fall back asleep. So I was like, I'll go out and play, play some Octopath. So I finished up Alfin's uh, last story, which I actually didn't think was too bad. It had a had an interesting, not a twist, but uh, uh, interesting philosophical, not debate, but philosophical problem um, at the end of it. So that ended up not being as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I've done all the stories. I might try to tackle some of the endgame uh, dungeon, but uh, I've, I have completed fully Octopath Traveler. So um, A lot of people online say that Alfin's story is their favorite because it's kind of a little bit, they have more philosophical uh dilemmas in it than the other yes. stories yes definitely that that is the case his, uh, like I, I guess i never really much liked him as a character but there is some interesting philosophical uh philosophical issues uh with 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 his storyline uh particularly in the in the fourth chapter so uh, that i i ended up liking it so so that's good. i got it i got it maybe that's what i'll play to bridge the gap yeah you should probably don't have that far to go, right? I've got 
Hanus Chapter 4, and then I have Alfin, Tressa, Ulbrich, and um, I'm trying to think of the other character that I have. Oh, Cyrus's Chapters 3 and 4. Oh, so you have a ways to go then. And I have 76 hours. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I think I beat it at like 77 or 78, all of uh, everything. And, and then I, I, I know you guys talked about some of the battles being difficult but i really only had trouble with the uh the extra classes ones and then there was one boss at the end of a story mission that was really hard or uh, a side quest mission that was that i couldn't beat it was like I'm a werewolf like, well i can't tell you the amount of times like, or how many hours i lost getting spanked by the the class bosses holy crap yeah, yeah see i only I, I if i i tangled with it once and then if i couldn't so I was like, nah, let's move on. Because I, I wanted to finish the finish the stories. So. Yeah, the, the Ruined Blade or whatever, Ruined Lord, was probably one of the harder JRPG boss fights I've had. That would be like a, it was like a 40 or 50 minute fight, and then like you would lose on the last couple of hit points. Because you can tell uh, when, they're, when they're almost dead, and like you see their name in red, and you're like, yeah, I'm almost there. And then he just pulls yeah. off some combo and crushes everybody. Yeah, it's frustrating. I just want to finish Hollow Knight, too, and play Dead Cells. Uh-huh. Yep, there's a no uh, no end in sight for for games to play. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun fun end of the year for me trying to get everything in. Yeah, I've got a couple things I should try to finish off too, but I guess I guess we will see. Um, I don't believe we got any feedback. I actually posted the thing like super late. Um, yeah. Um, uh, is this from today? Oh no, that was from six days ago. Uh, no, no feedback. Uh, I do have to send. Uh, Tate told me which game he wants, so I will send that out. Hopefully today. I think I have to. Do I have to send Jake one too? Maybe I don't know, but I will get caught up on that uh, as as soon as possible. As I said, we've got a, a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, so. Um. Yeah, that's that's everything I think. That's it, huh? Yeah, a shortish episode. Um, next week, I can say without question, we will be covering Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, Corey and Eric are likely going to be on. Yeah, um, we're still negotiating on their contracts, but uh, it yeah, seems like we'll have them. They're they're demanding more money, basically. Well. I'll- I have Corey's contract, and there's no money stipulation in it. That's true. Oh. Yeah. He wanted a pay-per-appearance. Exactly. Uh, Eric can request that, because he's currently not under contract. His expired, and that's why he took a leave. Gotcha. Will, our our agent, to sign contracts. I like to think I'm the general manager. I like it. So yeah, that'll be next week, most likely Thursday, back to back to normal recording day. But uh, we'll let you know for sure as soon as we, as soon as we find out. Um, I think that's everything, right? Yeah, I think so too. All right, that'll do it for episode three eighty five of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan, and I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.